welcome to the frontier. Hello. Hi. What great timing. Perfect timing. Who's this, Regis? Uh, guess who? My guess daughter. <laughs> How old is she? Nine, nine years old. How many do you have? I have two kids. So nine and and eleven. It's cool because I feel like everybody that's on this episode has like we're representative of almost every age group, which is cool. Guys, we're going to talk today about uh, being a parent and also working from home or working remotely. There's just, there's a lot of folks that are kind of in the same boat as y'all. And I think it's cool that we're such a kind of small company, um, but we've got so many parents represented on the team. So I think this will be a fun conversation. We also have Haley joining us, who not only is this her first Frontier appearance, but this is her second day on the job at Gun.io. Love it. Yeah, shout out to Haley. Really just becoming one with the team here. I think what makes sense to start, just to give everyone context around like who we're talking to, is we can go around and just introduce ourselves and share how many kids you have and what ages. I'll go first because mine's easy. Obviously, I'm Faith. I'm the host. I have zero children. So. <laughs> I'm Tyler. I've got uh, three kiddos. So I've got a four-year-old, uh, James Smeldis, and then a two-year-old, Josie. And then our youngest is seven months. Um, so we are uh, we're in the thick of it, but it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of crazy, but a lot of fun. Yeah, it seems just like super relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another word for it. Yeah, well... I'm Regis. I have two kids. My older kid is is a boy, eleven years old, and my younger it's nine years old. And we met her just now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Haley. I'm Haley. Uh, like I, I joined the team yesterday, <laughs> and I have an almost four year old. Yeah, I'm gray. Um, that's my name and my hair color because I have a t-shirt to uh, teenagers. <laughs> uh, my boy is 17 and I have a, a little girl who's 15. But I still think of her as my little girl, which is weird that she's 15. Like now it's... it's... I also can't believe you have a 17-year-old. That's unbelievable to me. <laughs> Sounds like painful. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, Teenagers are a whole ben, thing. You're last for me. Hey, I'm Ben. I have two little girls, and they are eight and five. So we were seven months all the way to 17 years old. So I feel like we cover the spectrum here. So this will be fun. Um, so obviously, you know, there's six folks on this podcast. So there's going to be a lot of voices, lots going on. But to start, I'm really curious. You know, obviously we've just the nature of the work we do and where we do it has changed for a lot of folks over the last two years. And so I'm curious for folks with parents, what does a typical day look like working from home and also wrangling children? Like, where are you? Where are the kids? How does that all unfold? For me, it differs through the week because our our kids go to daycare Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So Monday, Wednesday, Fridays are my days where I can be at home and actually get a lot done and be more focused. Um, but Tuesdays, Thursdays, like today, you know, I'll, 
what I'll try and do, honestly, and sometimes this is, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays too, I'll get out of the house for half a day if I don't have meetings and try and get to a, like a coffee shop or somewhere where I can still be heads down focused. And um, I don't have like a dedicated office space either uh, right now. So part of that is plays into it too, where, you know, I need to, if I need to get away for a little bit or just be heads down focused work. Um, and generally the kids are, are pretty good about not, you know, being too disruptive and, um, you know, can see them over lunch. But uh, yeah, I, I'd say, you know, for me, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, they're, they're not around. So I can be a little bit more focused, have more meetings. Tuesday, Thursday, have to plan a little bit around nap times or if, if I'm here or, or what have you. So it's, um, I don't know, it kind of keeps me on my toes, but uh, it's fallen into a nice rhythm, I think, generally speaking. Yeah. I imagine the dedicated space is a thing. Like I struggle with that even without children, just with like other, <laughs> like my partner in my house and also my dog, you know, it's like, I'm here, I'm physically here at a table or at, in my office or at a desk, but it's hard to be like, you know, physically I'm here, but I'm actually at work, like I'm work faith right now. So I'm curious if other folks going to see that throughout their days. That's the, I, I can weigh in here because that's the <laughs> one benefit of having teenagers is that they're gone. And they do it, and they're they can fend for themselves. They wake up by themselves, and they do whatever they do. To, you know, eating breakfast by themselves, and they drive to school. And then, so unlike having you know sort of more dependent children, it's actually kind of nice um, when once your once your kids get older, you know, that they can become a little bit more you know independent. Yeah. Like you have more of a schedule because your kids have more of a, like your kids have things to do during the regular work day. Yeah. And they start to deal with it themselves. Like that, that's one of the benefits too. You know, it's like, you know, we try and take the position that, you know, if you've got something you've got to do, it's mm -hmm. set your own reminders, like set your own alarms. You know, if you need to be at school early, like do that. I'm not going to remind you because I've got other things I need to think about, you know? So like, because of, to your point, you know, there's, yeah, I'm trying to get to work. And, you know, in a traditional office environment, I'd be on the road and you, I, I wouldn't be waking you up. So um, because I'm here, that doesn't mean it's my responsibility. So, yeah. and fortunately our kids are old enough to sort of grok that, you know? And so um, that's kind of a cool part of them getting older. I imagine it's a little bit different, Haley, with a four-year-old, right? <laughs> yeah, completely. And, you know, thankfully he is in a school now for the majority of my work day. So I get to have that separation and have my head down, my head down when uh, he's at school. But, um, you know, at, right as we started this, I got a text from the school app that said, there's a stomach bug going around his class and you'll be on call to pick him up this afternoon. So um, that just, I feel like that happens once a week right now. And yeah then he'll, he'll be home and I'll be finishing my work day trying to, you know, turn on Bluey and fix Legos. So. Bluey. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Bluey. Uh, yeah. Great. I imagine you're not uh, dealing with nap time enforcement uh, anymore. So. Yeah, that was, that was something that we lost over the, the pandemic when he was home as he just stopped napping entirely. And it, <laughs> was a little early for my preference. Um, but yeah, no naps anymore. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I did leave with my kids fully because uh, 
my wife, we, we decided that she would just take care of kids instead of sending to daycares and this kind of stuff. Uh, so I, I really took my time to, to enjoy, see they're, they're growing. And, but when they were younger, like four, like Haley or like Tyler, they are, they were months old. It were, was really tough, but I would enjoy to tell them a story so they would sleep in the afternoon, take that nap on the afternoon. And the afternoon was so peaceful. It was just amazing when they would sleep. Um, but I guess the, the person that suffered the most from that experience, it's definitely, definitely my wife, not only because of her sacrifice to, to take care of the kids, but because she would need to be stuck in the house with me. (laughs) (laughs) She took that. Yeah. Regis, your kids are, you've got a similar age um, as Ben's. And I know at least in the U.S., like school days for that age group tend to start a little bit earlier and end a little bit earlier. So Ben, I'm curious about like how you organize your day so that like, like I would imagine like heads down time is easier to come by when the girls are at school early. And then in the afternoons, I know you're still around, but like what works for you in the afternoons? Like, how do you manage that? Man, I wish I managed it better, Faith. Uh, what we do, <laughs> part of the challenge that we have is that um, my, my wife works as well. Um, she has a full-time job and she is like, she has stuff too. So she has meetings at one point, um, kind of during the pandemic, she, you know, once a week, we didn't know which day she would have like a, sometimes a 5.30 AM meeting because she was on a global team. And so like, we never really got in a great rhythm and we've kind of carried that over. She's since gotten a new job, but the way it generally works is, uh, I take him to school most mornings, which is awesome because we walk, um, it, yeah. there's two blocks. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, and this morning we took our neighbor's kids. So I had four girls and me walking mm-hmm. to school. And then, yeah, my mornings are pretty sacred because I'm focused. I'm refreshed. They're out of the house. And then one nice thing about the Metro Nashville Public Schools is that they do have these sort of like clubs after school that they can do. Um, so today my girls are in Lego club until 430. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And Can Lego- I sign up for Lego club? <laughs> Yeah, where was that when I was in school? It's Man. Super cool. So they have they do Lego, um, they do Steam, where they like do like a science experiment. I think Steam is on Wednesday, Wednesdays. But the deal I have with my wife is my wife always is in her office Monday. So I take a Monday and I pick them up Monday. And then if I'm around or not in the gun Gunio office, um, occasionally like I'm picking one of them up tomorrow. Um and yeah, afternoons is like stuff that doesn't require as much thought, right? Like it can be interrupted because it will be. Right. Um, unlike, I wish my kids could learn from Tyler's kids because like the second they're home, they're up here and they're like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's go time. <laughs> it's go time. They like to pretend we're looking at my desk. They love the up and down, the standing desk. Oh my God. Like you, I have to be careful. Like anything thoughtful, I have to do then. Yeah. Because usually my wife also is like 
if we're both on calls at like four, four thirty, it's like kind of dicey around here. Yeah, <laughs> I imagine. You know, we've all been remote at least for two years. And so our home space has been the same as our workspace. And I'm curious about what the best parts of that have been for you as parents. I'll go first. I mean, for me, it's been great to be a little bit more involved in the morning routines than I was previously. Uh, and and my kids are at the ages where, I mean, jo- our youngest and our middle like have been were born like during COVID. So they've kind of grown up with rhythms of me being at home and, and being remote um, where my oldest was on the cusp a little bit before. Uh, but just to be more involved in the morning routines. And then even if it's like, if I'm around during lunch, you know, take a lunch, kids haven't napped yet if they're here, like just to get to see them and say hi for a little bit is, is nice. Whereas, you know, if we're in office, you know, you, you, you miss some of those moments. So that part of it's been, um, been really cool on the positive side for sure. One of the really cool things that happened to us right when COVID hit. So my girls were what five and three, I think when COVID hit something like that. And, um, my sister-in-law who didn't really know my youngest, um, was on, I think the last, literally the last flight out of Vietnam Whoa. for Vietnam lockdown. And so she lands in the U S and she has, Nowhere, like she's not going to get a place. She's not going to get a job. We have a garage apartment and she basically moved into it. So for the first four months of COVID, she lived with us. Mm. And so it was really, really cool because they got to catch up with her. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, she's like the best thing that ever happened. Right. Like they love Aunt Morgan. Yeah. That's awesome. But like all day, like she would like play with them and like take them to the parks and take them on hikes and so we really, really lucked out. And so just having like the family always around all the time, like big family meals for every meal. <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of work done because she was very helpful, but like we also had a ton of family time. Yeah. And it was, that was like, you know, like think about that stage in their lives. Like it's a great time to have it. It wasn't like I was trying to talk teenagers into hanging out with me. <laughs> Craig's like, don't recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. When COVID strikes here, uh, the impact in my life was almost zero from my home organization because I, I was used to work from home already. I had this dedicated office always. And so it was really easy for myself. And I actually like it. Uh, the, I, I have in my office, I put some tables for my kids to, to get the lessons online. So they would sit by me. It was cool. Although I would get really pissed with the little noise, something <laughs> that would break me down with when they would drop the pen, the pencil. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so annoying. That noise. So of now the you understand, was... you understand the struggle of their teachers. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. But uh, it, it was good. They they learned to to be by themselves uh, and messing around with the learning platforms. Uh, and nowadays they they have I I put a table on on their room because it was too much for for me to yeah. 
<laughs> take that for too long. So, but they are very independent now with homework and this kind of stuff. Yeah. I imagine the shared office space with your kids would be tough, but it's, that's still really cool. Like I haven't heard of parents kind of like having an office for both them and their kids. And I imagine that it's a great way for kids to also learn practices around, oh, here, here this is what dad looks like when he's focused. Maybe I should also like, you know, adjust my body language like so. Um, But it's also probably worth stating Regis is a developer. And so the work that you have to do every day, at least compared to my work, is way more flow state. Like you have to be in a state of kind of hyper focus to do what you do. So that just makes it, I think, even more impressive that you uh, you invited your kids into your workspace. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm on anxiety pills. (laughs) Yeah. That's been one of my favorite things too, although we're still working on the independence piece of that is when my son is home and he sees me working, like I'm getting to model for him the idea that like I'm working, my work is important. And then we have conversations about like why I work and it's launched into like saving money and budgeting or like finding things that we're passionate about and practicing hard things until they're easier. So even though it's like, it's, you know, a four-year-old doesn't really get the concept of what my job is day to day. Um, Like he gets to see someone working, Mm -hmm. which is not an experience that a lot of little kids get. So I think that's really cool. That's so true. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Like how little I was able to see my parents work growing up and how little I really understood about what they did. Same an interesting thing about this like time is we'll have like in the moment, there's like a lot of tension, I think of, um, you know, just like having kids around and like trying to work and, and managing the, like, you know, grabs on your attention and like the, the struggle of, of where do I spend my time? But then I think, you know, I suspect, I don't know that we're quite far enough out, but I suspect that for people that were, that had kids around trying to balance work with, you know, home life, is that, you know, a few years down the road, we'll look back and, and like, that'll be kind of the sweet, sweeter memories of you'll forget some of like the frustration and the bad parts and just like, you know what, that was like really cool. Actually, if that changes for you, you know, that was a cool moment in time where like work and life are like more integrated than they usually were. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if that's like true. Like if we come back to this in a few years or, you know, five, 10 years down the road, but I, I wonder if like, that'll be the case is, you'll forget the harder parts and just remember the the sweeter parts about it. So it's just, it's an interesting time. And everybody has like different experiences with it too. My wife and I are really cognizant of like modeling, like good work for the girls. And it's, I think it's awesome. Like I, I look back and when I was a kid and I, I didn't understand what my dad did till I was in my twenties, you know, and he like put on a suit every day and he was gone at, you know, we'd eat breakfast together, but he was usually out the door at seven, not earlier. And now like my girls will come up here in the afternoon and like, they know what a spreadsheet is and they talk to me about it. And like, (laughs) it's, it's like fun to like get their take on what I'm doing. Like, what do you, like, what do you think I'm doing? Like, and they'll read occasional stuff, you know, and like it, it's helped drive home like these lessons. Like, so our second grader is obviously like, 
doing math and reading. And it's like, oh, like I need to know this stuff to work. Like I'm looking at what my dad's doing. He's doing math and he's reading stuff. He's writing stuff. Oh, interesting. And they're able to connect the dots much more cleanly. Mm, that's cool. And they're, yeah, they emulate it. Like my youngest will come in here. She'll lower the desk. She'll put on my glasses. She'll wiggle my mouse. <laughs> she'll, she'll, and she'll write in my notepad. Like I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. But like, I know it's just so much more accessible. And like, again, we try to make it seem, and it is for my wife and yeah. I, we both enjoy working. And so like, it's like not something to be like avoided. It's something to be like Haley's point earlier. Like if you're, if you have fun, you enjoy what you do, you're, you're good. I wonder if that's going to be a thing too, that, 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 that generation is going to think of work as more integrated into, into one's life, as opposed to it feeling separate from the, your real life, you know? And cause I think they were all doing things like you guys talk about, you know, modeling behaviors that yes, that isn't in the context of work, but that's also in the context of your home. So it seems like a more uh, core attribute versus something that basically competes or like the way that we think about our parents, like work kind of competed with the home. And now that it's more fully integrated, I think it, it, it may feel, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I wonder what the, how that's going to affect the way that our children think about what they do for a living. Yeah. The flip side of that for me, at least is that Wes associates my laptop with working. And so if I open it up, and I'm just, you know, checking my personal email on the couch outside of working hours, he, he'll come up to me, and he'll say, stop working. Huh? I'm like, well, I'm not really working. But, you know, I think I've, I've gotten a lot better at this as the pandemic has carried on. But I had a really unhealthy, you know, relationship with my working hours and the boundaries I had at the beginning of the pandemic. And I was working, you know, beginning of the day to end of the day. So I think that'll be interesting too, is like, it is, you know, your work and your life and your home can be so integrated, but how do we teach our kids how to draw the line and have those healthy boundaries too? What worries me about that is that sometimes my, my son comes, look at my screen and see the code and he's like, can you explain what this does? And I, I'll say, okay, get your computer, sit by my side, I will teach you something. I, I'll give him some challenge to, to him to complete. So he starts learning and he likes, and that concerns me because it's a life of pain and solitude. So. <laughs> Regis, our, our top advocate for our platform here. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. He's our, he's our developer and also a key recruiter. Yeah. Uh, thanks, yeah. Regis. Yeah, if you can't tell. It's a life of pain and suffering and solitude. Good I think we've got our new tagline, Dave. Uh, Great. I'm curious because, you know, obviously of everyone in the group, your kids are closest to being of the age where they're thinking about a career. Well, you know, maybe not. When I was 15, I was really just focused on like college and I had no idea really what happened after college. But I'm curious if your kids watching you and your wife work during the day, if they have shared any sense of like, oh, I definitely don't want to do what dad does or that seems interesting. You know, like, do you think it's affecting how they're thinking about their own careers? Honestly, no, I don't. I think it's much more subtle than that. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think um, is interesting 
is that my dad was a salesman. And so he was sort of out and about a lot, but he was also also had a home office. And so days that he wasn't traveling, he was, he was at a home office. And so it's, it feels felt very normal for me to walk to the back of the house and see my dad in his office. Hmm. As a child, it wasn't, maybe I want to be a salesperson. It was maybe having a home office isn't so bad. So when remote work sort of presented itself, it felt natural to me. It's much more of a felt thing than a something like very direct, like I want to be in technology or I want to be in the arts and my wife's in the arts. So, but I do think that they, that, that modeling that you guys are talking about, like, you know, how, how do we set boundaries? How do, how do our children see us in, in sort of deep work um, versus, you know, taking a break when mm-hmm. they ask because 15 minutes isn't going to kill anyone. Right. Like, and, and getting that gratification, those, you know, how do you, how do you make those choices? I think those are the types of things that they'll probably carry through. Even, even to your point, like it seems natural for them to be thinking about careers in college. I don't think they're, they're even there yet. I mean, because they're still children, you know, (laughs) just for a few more years, Gray, enjoy it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's that sneaks up on you big time. So for folks who are listening, who might be kind of struggling to maybe like set those boundaries or get into a good flow with working from home and being a parent. Do you guys have any best practices, hard won advice that you could share with folks? You need to be patient above everything. And to be patient, it's good if you read about the subject and get to to put yourself in, in your kids' shoes and have that empathy and think of what your kid feels and see and expects from you and seeing from that perspective perspective helps you a lot on being patient with them if you're patient and you love your kids you'll be just fine regis where were you three years ago i could use that (laughs) (laughs) you know i well, what I've like found that that's a good rhythm for me, and, and Reed just mentioned this earlier, but a lot of that credit sort of uh, or enabling layer is is you know my wife. So she's home when the kids are home Tuesdays, Thursdays, and so you know she's awesome in that she is able to kind of play defense in some ways if if I'm home or if I've got meetings and you know I can't come down and help for this or that. Like she can help play defense for the kids, not to necessarily be always you know, want my attention necessarily, um, if I need to be heads down. So just sort of like having that understanding there and, and, and trying to make sacrifices for each other. There, like, that's been a big thing for me in establishing some rhythms is that, you know, Hey, I know I can rely on if I need some heads down time, there's, there's an ability there and, um, you know, vice versa, right. If like something comes up and I need to come down and help because one kid's, having a tantrum the other has other needs like i can like i can do that too so um but like you know we we kind of established that rhythm early on so that's that's been um a big help throughout is is having somebody to lean on and i know not everybody you know has that ability so i I try not to take that, that for granted either but that's been a big part of it i won't say it's something that i have perfected but more what i'm aiming towards um is just being fully on in whatever mode I'm in and not trying to be partially doing work and partially doing parenting as much as possible. Um, 
So like if I can commit 15 minutes and take that break, like Gray said, um, and like fill up my kid's tank when he's home and I'm having to work too, I find that giving him that time and that dedicated space will then enable him to go off and spend 30 minutes playing by himself and I'll get the work done that I need to. But if I'm trying to do both, I'm not doing either thing very well. That's a big one. I feel like that's relevant for parents and non-parents alike. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like even with no kids, I find that I'm like trying to maintain my house and I've got a huge construction project going on and like kind of GCing that, like just juggling everything. And I do find that when I can say like, no, I'm actually stepping away for 15 minutes and I'm not. I'm not going to check my phone when I get a Slack for 15 minutes. You know, it makes a huge difference. And I think it improves the quality of like all the things that I'm trying to do. I had a question or interesting thing. I wanted to see how you guys had handled this. So one of the things that I didn't realize that I either appreciated or relied on as much as I did was the like decompression of a a commute home after work Mm. early on, especially, and even still some today, like it can be jarring for me to be like, all right, I'm wrapped up this last equation in a spreadsheet and I'm going downstairs for dinner. And it's like a 10 second transition. Right. Um, and, and so that's been like trickier, like to how to, how to handle that and, and not, you know, either be frustrated or not feel like I need to immediately like separate to, to do that. I was just curious if like you guys had, had felt that too, or how you'd handle that in different ways. It was an interesting thing when I realized that that was a thing. You know, I, I hadn't anticipated that. Yeah, for me, it's the be the one who makes the dinner. <laughs> oh, is that is that your role? And that's like a decompression time for you? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 100%. Because I can totally shift context into something totally different and, and kind of creative and like and make it whatever I want. And like, yeah, that's cool. And it's right. I mean, it's a buffer. In our house, it's it tends to be physical activity. So let you guys know, I ride my bike to the office when I go. So that bike ride home is it. But if I'm home, um, my oldest daughter is a sports fanatic. She loves playing sports. So we'll play a game of horse and the basketball goal. We'll play a game to 10. It's like some sort of like 10, 15 minutes of like not even heavy physical activity, just like something light. And I am a way better person afterwards versus like, hey, dinner's ready, come downstairs. And it makes her happy too. It's interesting because both of those activities are like, they're things that are good for you. Like it's a creative outlet or like it's a physical outlet, but your kids can be involved as well. And it's interesting that that's still a bit of a buffer, you know, because just kind of leaving a work context and then engaging with your kids just like with nothing, no like kind of purpose-driven piece about it, I imagine is like that context switch would be hard. Especially if you're leaving something kind of undone at the end of the day. Like if you're trying if you're working on a big problem that's like a multiple day thing and yeah. you're really wrapped up in it, like how do you how do you unwind from that and talk to a four year old? i'll add that to what i say that uh people might argue that you also need to worry about 
getting your job done and not just take giving too much attention to the kid. But I raise that. What I always see it's parents that are absent, uh, mm-hmm. don't take time to their kid because they are just too busy. But I never saw a parent that doesn't uh, get to work because he's busy with, with playing with their kids. Uh, so don't worry about that side of the equation because uh, when you have kids, uh, having a job, have a work, it's uh, it's a place to hide from the kids. <laughs> you 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 get your job done done because that's it's it's way easier than uh, handling handling. Handling kids, yeah. <laughs> it's probably safe to say that if you're stressed about being like present or productive enough at work, you're probably a high achieving person, and it's safe to just kind of let that let that ride, you know. <laughs> well, guys, this has been really. I feel like I just had a crash course in parenting while working from home. So whenever I need this advice, I will circle back and listen to this episode. I'll keep it bookmarked. Nice. But I really appreciate everybody's time. Thank you so much for for joining and sharing your experience. Yes, it's great. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Until next time. Hopefully we'll see y'all soon. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast powered by Gun.io. We drop two episodes per week. So if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe on your platform of choice and come hang out with us again next week and bring all your internet friends. If you have questions or recommendations, just shoot us a Twitter DM at the Frontier Pod and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Frontier podcast produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.